new don't get triggered all right oh there we go welcome to dgt podcast episode what number 23 23 yeah man in attendance um lux yes sir Curtino or Curtis? I hold no quarter. Why go on? That's your thing now, isn't it? That's your thing now, isn't it, Curtis? What is? I hold no quarter. Yeah, that's my new thing now. Please please elaborate um, what that means. What does it even mean? I have no reason to give in. I have no reason to fight you. But I still have no reason to give up. No one's asking to fight you, though, Dan. What are you talking about? Just, Just move it along, sir. Move it along. I'm Vinny. Vinny. I'm here. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Say it. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like there's some madness going on though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I don't know what's you going on in the background. Don't get tricked. Just... That was me still. Oh, was it you? Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I just plugged the charger in and that. It's my bad. Weird or fuck it. Episode 23. Age. Yeah, man. Apologies for the noise. Yeah, man. And myself, Seth. Running things. Well, not running things. We're all running things. That came out wrong. Sorry, people. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. How's, yes. what's, how's everybody? What's going on? Well, how many days are we into the second half of the lockdown now? Well, the second lockdown, shall I say? To be honest, I can't remember what day it started. If I'm not mistaken, it was the 4th of November. Are only a few. Oh, wow, we're only about what? A week in? Week and a half in? Has everyone been abiding by the rules? To be honest, fam, I went out the other day, travelling. Let's just say travelling. It looked quite normal, to be fair. Everybody was just doing their thing. The only difference is people was queuing up for shops to get in. And do you know what I mean? But the roads look quite busy. Um, shops are still quite full. When I go to the supermarket to get my essentials. Yeah. It's, it's a strange, there. it's a strange lockdown still. I don't know if you can call it a lockdown. It's more, of, it's more of a, it's more of a curfew that people do not want to adhere to. <laughs> yeah, it's more, it's more of a after five, stay in your house. Well, isn't it like a guidelines? It's not really a law, so everyone's just kind of trying to be rebellious now because everyone stayed in their house over summer and stuff like that. Didn't realize that there were people out there who were going out having parties, barbecues, and stuff like that. Well, what? Oh no, man! Sorry, I no, but they did. Vegetables. <laughs> oh, fuck knows, bro. But they did say um, it wouldn't be a full lockdown like the first time, though. No. You know what I mean? It's a bit more lenient, but yeah, it's still officially a lockdown. Yeah, they said it wouldn't be a full lockdown, but then they've got signs on the road saying stay, oh, stay at home and all this shit, and it's like. Go to work if you can. If you can't work from home, if you can't work from home, then I guess you just don't go to work, can it? Some jobs obviously you can't go to work or whatever. Like some people are just getting sick of sick of this shit now, fed up with it, and it like might as well say it's been a whole year of just trash. My man's extended furlough to March, which is a bit booky. You know what I mean? Why are we doing that for? There must know something that we don't know. You know what I mean? Death child, death the death tolls up and down different mm. values every day it's all mad fam you get me it's all mad Boris is top man next to him right hand man's fucking off and what's his name Dominic Cummings he's he's getting off from last week 
that was all like, on the news for like the whole day. My man's walking, the whole of his um, cabinet's going against him. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't know what they announced today. We're recording on what? Was it Tuesday or Wednesday today? Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday. So, so wow, Boris is in isolation again. So, <laughs> yeah, no, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, no. For what reason, no, fam? You don't look like he's got any nothing. Yeah, because he came, he came in contact with someone who had it, innit? Yeah. One of the uh, councillors, what do you call them? MPs, yeah. One of the MPs that he had a meeting with tested positive for it, so yeah. Yes, yes. Just to give you some more backstory on that. So basically, it was like one of the newer MPs in it. And mm. Boris wanted to obviously go up and have the full opportunity with him and that in it, you know what I mean? Because he's a Northern MP and that like. So, but obviously, when you what you're saying there, you know, about the whole if you have to go to work, go to work. If you can do it from home, do it from home. Well, you know, he could have done the meeting on Zoom. But my man's drove, like, went up there, done the photo next to the geezer with no mask, had a meeting with him with no mask. And then obviously, to a load of other meetings throughout the day with other people in the cabinet. So there's several people who are now having to isolate because of this man. So, yeah, pretty stupid in that sense. So, where is this a whole load of people at risk? That's our leader. Guidelines, Mr. Prime Minister. That's our leader. I think it just gives you, though, an insight as to how much sense there is to all of this stuff. You know what I mean? To answer your the question, though, like, I was in uh, Tesco the other day still, and, like, I was halfway around there with my, with my missus and my son and that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this, man. I just took the mask off, man, and was just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? If they want to find me, then find me in it. I'll just take the fire. Yeah, yeah. like, and, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, now walking around like some rebel badass, you know what I mean? Like, with no mask on all the time and that. But mm-hmm. it just comes to points for me where I'm like, this is stupid, and I'm having to ignore my own logic and my own sort of sense of knowledge to be able to walk around pretending that this piece of plastic is going to protect me you know what i mean or this piece of cloth is going to protect me man it's stupid yeah fully fully understand fam like like i said i was up in a hospital the other day and um <laughs> i'm saying fam like there come a point where we got the masks on no one ain't asked us to put on any masks or anything as we've gone in the hospital mm. no one ain't asked us to put on any gloves or anything and then got to the point where we're in the room and we were just like, yo, let's take this off for a hot second, innit? Because, you know, when you're in there for like two, three hours, like you're not going to, you know what I mean? It's a madness. It's a madness. Anyway, man. Like, no one said anything. Fit, fitted like some professional mask. It's not like the mask can stop everything. And Yeah. Well, yeah, it can help lower the risk of spread. But you know what I mean? Like never leaving your house lowers the risks of being run over by a car. Now, mm-hmm. does that don't leave the house. That's just, it's stupid. And I know that's exactly. a, a stupid analogy and some people might take an issue with making analogies like that. But at some point, logic's got to kick in, man. And you got to think, well, we were being told originally that these masks don't really do anything. And then now we're being told that these masks are mandatory and they need to be used because otherwise you're going to kill grandma. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a madness, man. I mean, I just think it's doing more harm than good, ultimately. You know, a lot of these measures and a lot of these things we're doing. It's not, it's Fully. Not, you know, I, you know I, I have a f- close friend, man, who lost his nan and that, you know what I mean? And, like, he, I spoke to him the other day and he was like, obviously, he couldn't hug his nan and that, you get me? And yeah. things like that, you know, that I think that's going to do a lot more damage to, to a lot of people 
that long term than than this virus ever could do. Do you know what I mean? So, Bro, there's a lot. There's going to be a lot more psychological damage to people than I think we actually think, and what everyone actually thinks. What's happening of this year? This year is going to fuck people up mentally. Yeah, yeah, proper man. Instilling the fear using COVID. Mm. But yeah. Mm. What else has been going on? Um, what else has been going on? Um, let's see who's triggered right now. Happy Trans Day. Well, Trans Week. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's, it's Trans Week. Yeah, it's, it's Trans Trans Awareness Week. <laughs> yeah. Word. Bad play to them for getting the recognition for the week, man. I was gonna say, shout out to them, innit? Yeah, yeah, shout out, shout out. All the pre-ups and the post-ups and the new ups and the old ups and the left, right and down ups. So what, 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 what I'm wow. oh, sorry, sorry, what are they doing? Wow, wow. I'm leaving that to be, honest, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know what they're doing, you know. I was um, going to say, are they, are they sending cards? Are they giving gifts? Are they having a parade? What are they letting off fireworks? What is it? Nah, I was on Google and it came up at the bottom on Google, so that's how I was aware of it. I don't know. Oh, really? Well, well shout out to them, mate. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, it's for real. I, okay, so I noticed he said, ups a lot. Are they your ups? No, they're not. They're not my ups. There's just a whole number of different, you know, identities and genders and this, that, and the other. I don't know them all. I don't know all 74 of them. So, yeah, just uh, shout out to all 74 of the genders that exist out there. Okay, just checking. Um, also, I don't know... You had some things you wanted to touch on, Lux, in it, but there's two couple things I might just touch on real, real quickly before yeah. you um, go into that. So basically, I just wanted to get it out of the way. You know, we're a black show, so we have to touch on race now and then, as we always do. Have you heard about the um, Sainsbury advert? Oh, yes. so, no, no, no. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Can <laughs> you feel me? So basically, say again, sorry? Fill us in with it, because I've seen a bit, oh. a bit about it, but then I'm like... So Go on. So in short, basically, they're using a black family in it to represent the advert. And um, it's triggered a bunch of, I guess, in white people, um, you know, going to boycott Sainsbury's now and, you know, I'm going to turn it over when I see this advert, you know, the usual shit. So, Oh, is that it? Because I thought it was like black people saying, ah, oh, why are they using my nah. voice on the phone and all this stuff? Like, why that's... Is, okay, well... And, uh, it was from what I see... Because apparently, isn't there three different adverts? I'm not sure, but from what i seen, there was just an advert where they're using a black family, and for some reason, again, it's triggered a certain type of people. You know what, though? I will oh, say... people don't like black people, you know. Why do people yeah, not like black people? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let Lux go first. I was just going to say that I will say, though, like, I think a lot of these times when people say, oh, loads of people are triggered, when you go onto Twitter and look at the trends, Normally, the reason why a lot of these things are trending is because lots of people are going, I can't believe people are outraged about this thing again. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of it, a lot of the the, the hype around these things gets created by people being outraged about people not liking these things. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. there's, there's always going to be people who are going to like be like, well, I don't want to see this sort of thing on my TV. But then their voice is amplified by people being angry about that. And it, it gives those people, if anything, more of a platform like by 
by keep sort of, you know what I mean, bringing that hashtag up and bringing those things up and keep retweeting what somebody said that is quite derogatory or racist or or is like done like that you know if anything it just gives people though a lot of a popularity and a lot of uh, you know what i mean that five minutes of fame and for some people they yeah, don't yeah. know how that comes so mm. no that does have the point because i do see that quite often sometimes i see more posts of how can people be you know how can people be so ridiculous about things like this than they do the actual post that cause them to post about it yeah, yeah what yeah. are you gonna say Vinny? Vinny. Vinny, wait a minute. Hi. Vincenzo. <laughs> um, I just don't understand why people don't like black people because if it was a white family, no one would have anything to say. But at the same time, as Lux did say, it's probably trending because um, there's a lot of people saying, um, you know. Yeah, they're um, like All right. Let me throw a spanner in there, yeah. Do you not see this advert and think, okay, why now? And doesn't it feel a bit token, like tokenized, a bit like, oh, okay, because of all these Black Lives Matters and everyone's kneeling and all this madness here, are we just gonna? But Sainsbury's just like, you know what? Let's put a Black family in there. Or uh, do you like think they're just doing it to say, yo, we're diverse and that? What do you I think? Don't, I've never thought of it. I've honestly never thought of it. If I see an advert. Um, I don't even notice the race of the people behind the TV screen. I'm just like, oh, it's an advert. They're advertising, I don't know, Doritos or whatever. I never noticed that. It's only in more recent years or recent months when these things are actually brought to light that I'm like, So, oh, Kelly, have you never, like, watched anything then, like, over the years and just been like, how comes all these people don't look like me? Have you never had that thought? Or you just calm with it? Um, it was it wasn't even a case of being calm with it. I just never noticed. And I'm not and I'm not so, saying obviously everyone has to look like you. I'm just saying like no, geez, there was a point no. in time where you wouldn't really see any black like when I was growing up when we was watching like kids um t- TV shows like the adverts in between were mostly like the little white boy with like the action man or you know what I mean or you know what I mean in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then but, let, but later on you start to see a bit more mix. You know what I mean. I'm not saying there wasn't like black kids in there. There'll be like the token black kid in there. If there was a group of kids, you know what I mean. I'm not saying that there wasn't trying to implement it more. But do you think we've got to the point now? But because everybody's doing everything this year has been a lot. Everybody's been in a lockdown and everybody's been everybody's had the focus of what's going on in it because there's been nothing else going on. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's because of that focus that people are just like, yo, we, that was a big thing this year. So we need to like stamp that out and make sure they know that we care about diversity. Because they could have had a whole, they could have had an Indian family on there, you get me? Like that would have mm. threw it left as well. Like what would people say if it was an Asian family? You know what mm. I mean? Or They've not done that before though. I don't know, fam. Yeah, of course, man. I mean, I, I, I will say, Age, that from what you're saying there, though, I, I think it's more of the pandering than it is the whole we've reached some point of realisation here. I think a lot of you watch adverts at the moment since all of this thing sort of really kicked up over the last several months. And there is a big push to make this. But I think it opens up the doors, though, for other things to be pushed a, a bit further down the road, really, because then they'll say, well, you want diversity. Well, here's your diversity. And it mm. goes past then just being about having your black family having your dinner party or having your Christmas dinner. And then it goes into a lot of other groups and a lot of other areas where, you know what I mean? Maybe so you're saying the opening a door. 
for sure, yeah. But I think the door's only being opened with us because it's an easy door to open because we'll be very happy to have that door open. Like, there's a lot of people who are like, yes, finally I'm getting representation on TV. And it's like, but you already had representation, that, you know what I mean? And although, yes, it's not in every single TV show and every advert, what we're starting to get now, I think, is a bit more of an opposite. And then what that will lead to is other things then being able to be pushed and promoted on TV in the aim of getting more diversity and more equality. So mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, definitely. To answer your question, Age, I don't know. Um, just notice a few things. I remember when Jules touched on this before, saying there was more mixed-race families in or mixed-race couples in um, adverts. Well, that's that's something that that I was gonna say. They started to do is like, oh, we're slowly transitioning, but it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. but they're still not showing. I get that, but it still wasn't showing like they would show like uh, a black man with a black woman or a black woman with a black with a white man, and you know what I mean, mixed couples, interracial couples, but they yeah. wasn't showing like a fully black household like that as the yeah. main thing. And I'm like, yo, I'm I'm calm, I'm calm with it to be honest. I've yeah. never really yeah. shopped in Sainsbury's. I don't think that's going to make me go shopping Sainsbury's because Sainsbury's is expensive. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, like, that's just my opinion. But and also, speak up to them, okay, though. Speak yeah. up to them, though. But and also, you say if they're pushing it now, one thing I did notice, I don't know if it's just my mind going overactive. I didn't really think much of it, but you remember when we had the blackout, was it the blackout Tuesday or something, or Thursday? Black Pound Thursday. Oh, the blackout, yeah, yeah, yeah. the blackout thing on yeah. Instagram. And there's BLM supporting yeah, Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah. I don't recall them ever supporting that. And it's, it was like gay pride straight after. And then they supported that. So I did clap that still. So I don't know if Maybe. there's a little something. But, but, but things like that, I don't know. Like, I don't really. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm overthinking it. But, you know, I'm just saying I just clap that there, though. You know what I mean? So I don't know if they're just using it as a token now to answer your question mm. in regards to that. But I did clap that. So I don't know if it's a token or if they're genuine with it. But um, I don't know, man. Well, it's hard to tell because we're talking big corporations, yeah? Like, big corporations do things in order to, you know, get yeah. views, put things out there and gain favour with the public. So, is it token? Is it genuine? Who knows for real? And let's not forget, there's a whole different plethora of people out there. Some will see it as, you know, pandering. Some will see it as being, you know, recognised or gaining recognition or stuff like that. Um, but opinions are going to differ from person to person. Obviously, it's not right to be mad because a, a black family is being used in an advertisement because that's just blatant bigotry. Like, it's an advertisement. What's there to be mad about? At the end of the day, they're trying to advertise something. At the end of the day, it's like, yeah, buy a Dorito chip. Nah, black man's holding the bag. I don't want to buy him no more. Like, that's just, like, it's closed-minded bigotry. And that's the, that's yeah. the issue. Otherwise, the kind of thing, like, age asked, like, I've never noticed, like, anything to do with race in advertisement it's like okay this is this is being advertised here da, 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 da. so I, I used to skip past all the ads anyway i'd, I'd leave the room but, but it never really mattered to me you know what all right i think okay. it's good i think it's good at, um it's good that they're doing something like this i think it's very good but the only thing that obviously is gonna cross all of our minds is like mm, how genuine is it because for an ad- advertising campaign marketing it's flipping genius because everybody's talking about it now. It's done a job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is why I think a lot of these things on Twitter and stuff like that, sometimes it's generically started by like somebody in marketing. You know what I mean? If you're a yeah, good yeah. marketer, you know 
that no press is bad press in that sense, especially when it's not about you. It's about somebody talking about you. And what it causes lots of people to do is to go and watch the advert in it because then they go, well, what's all the fuss about? And then if you are, if you're one of these people who are looking at the TV and going, all I see on the adverts is black people, you're going to go, oh, another one of those. More like more going pandering to these communities and that I'm not shopping there. Or you're going to see it and go, well, what the hell's the problem? These people are idiots. It's just a family having dinner. Who cares if it's a black mm. family? But it don't matter what you think at the end of it. You've watched it and they've got the view out of you. So, you know, ultimately, yeah. right, it, from a from a marketing perspective, you'd have to say it's genius. And just to touch very quickly on what Curly was saying there, at the end of the day, you, you're right, it's a corporation. I think ultimately every business out there, their marketing team is there to try and get people to want to go and shop there. And if you can, like, diversify your customer base a little bit through an advert like that, or you can get somebody to go into there and look and go, actually, it's not that expensive, actually. You know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe this is the place I'm going to shop from now on instead of keep going down the road. Well, you've done your job in it. So, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, to think, when you think about it, controversy can bring views as well. You know what I mean? Well, you, you know what to say. Any news is good news, isn't it? Bad news is good news. Is good yeah, well, that was it, yeah. Any pu any publicity is good publicity. That's the saying, sorry. Yeah. That's yeah, definitely yeah. the one, yeah. And um, so you don't, you didn't notice, Curtis, what, black people not being there before. Um, what? I know you, so if you, you don't watch football, but I know people that watch football, have you ever noticed, which I've noticed for years now, no Asian people or Southern Asian people being in football like that? Predominantly. Well, now, that you, now that you mention it, then yeah, it's something that I can say I haven't seen, but I've never thought of it like that before. I've never oh, seen. Oh, that that to you, sorry. What I'm saying? Huh? What's relating to? Sorry. What's what relating to? What I just. You, you, your last comment. My last comment was now. That, like, well, to answer your question, now that you mention it, no, I haven't. Haven't seen many. You know, like. East Asian players in football, but it's never something that's occurred to me. Even though I don't really watch football, it's never occurred to me like that. You just, you know, the, the players are the players, race, size, whatever. It doesn't, it's never really occurred to me at all. I've only ever just noticed that now that you've mentioned it. So are you no, saying, sorry, are you saying that you don't see colour at all? You've never really looked at anything like that your whole life. You've never like looked on the TV and noticed, ah, oh, you never put a game on and played it and you're like, ah, oh, how comes this guy always looks like this or the guy, the, the protagonist in a film's always got blonde hair, blue eyes or, do you know what I mean? Have you never like noticed them kind of things like in animes, like Naruto's like blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes? Have you not noticed them kind of things all the time? Like, have you never thought, oh, why is there no like guys that look like me? Or, do you know what I mean? Oh. Or is it a thing where you think, oh, I should look like them? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm just, I'm just. Now, honestly, I've never seen that because I've never looked at media like that anyway. Because if anything, like, no, but it's just something. Why it's not, people it's on not, TV don't look like me. No, but it's not I, even. It's not even a sorry, sorry. It's not even a thing of you like looking at media like that. It's just like you looking at life, and it. It's just like oh, you looking just at being aware of yourself. Yeah, yeah, just being aware. Well, that, so you that oblivious, that blasé to like things that's going on in front of you. Well, that the thing is, it never occurred to me like that because when I was outdoors or with my friends or in life, I was around people who you know looked like me. Like ninety five percent of the people on my road are the same color as me. Yeah. So because of that, but when because you, of that, that's what I'm saying. So because of that, sorry, Seth. Because yeah. of that, 
when you go in on when you go on you flipping Netflix or sorry not Netflix whatever you do yeah your your, me, your forms of media your TVs on whatever are you not think, thinking how, how comes like no one in here then looks like my brethren's out on the road or like do you know what I mean is that not triggering in your head or my family or no I've never thought of that because I've never thought of it like that I've never seen it as a problem like that's yeah. that's TV that's media and then there's you know the real world outside in front of me I never thought I had to you know relate to the people on screen because like say if I'm watching a TV show like a comedy show like I'll say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I am was a big fan of Two and a Half Men I never watched that show and thought huh where's all the black people where's all this where's all that it's a comedy show I'm just sitting here to watch it and have a laugh and that's what I did I enjoyed the show for what it was and yeah as, yeah because Two and, and a Half Men isn't something I was two and a half men isn't something that you expect that in and it, but I'm saying is like, okay, then how comes you never looked at something and thought, all right, how comes Friends is on TV for so long, for so many years? But see when Fresh Prince ended, I don't see no long running black shows like that on my t- on my TV show, like on BBC Two, for example, because Fresh Prince was on BBC Two, but you haven't seen like I don't know, you didn't get like like the talk Desmond's off, for example, like Desmond's was on early days, like nineties, you get me. Look how long BBC have said certain things. Oh, we've lost the recordings and all this madness. And now all of a sudden, Netflix have got it, like, active. So it's like, it's mad. And now Netflix are putting on all these things. Sister Sisters on Netflix now. You get me? And Moesha's coming on there. And Girlfriends are coming on there. It's like, hold on. All these shows used to air when I was a teenager, you get me? How come, is it like somebody just said, oh, you like ain't getting no media then because you like being bad, bad boys and bad girls so you don't get nothing. You get me, they took China, you away, all these things, you get me. And that's probably different. That's probably like a financial thing or whatever. But I'm saying any little thing we had that shown anything to our culture and show people like us, do you know what I mean? In that way or form, like even like you go back and look at CBBCs or CITV, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're catering for the, the bigger demographic. So obviously, Biker Grove and you had Grange Hill and all them type of shows and the, the Queen's Nose and all them things. And yeah, there was always a white girl or white boys and whatever, do you know what I mean, in them shows. But there was never just like a show where, okay, then the main character is just a black girl or a black boy or whatever. And it's like, this is a mad thing. Like it's now it's more diverse, a lot more diverse. I'm not gonna say it, it's not, but you've never really noticed that ever. Like that's mad, man. That's just mad to me, fam. Like it's crazy. Okay, it's, you never noticed the yellow Power Ranger was Chinese and the black was black. You get me? Obviously, I noticed those things, but it wasn't things like it wasn't an, it wasn't like an issue. I wouldn't have been there like, oh, they've only got one of those races in each range. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Never thought about that. I was just sitting back and enjoying the show. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's the thing, yeah. Let me hang on. At the end of the day, I didn't obviously. I enjoyed all the you know, I enjoyed most a lot of the black shows. I mean, I grew up watching freaking you know, Freshman to Bel Air, My Wife and Kids, Keenan and Cal, freaking all of that. So Raven, Sister, Sister, all them ones, bro. I, I watched them shows back in the day and I used to enjoy them shows. But growing up now, I never looked back on them and thought, oh, where are they? Where are these shows now? You know what I mean? And if I catch sight of them, then yeah, I will watch them, but you know. I watched them. I think you're not understanding my point. No, no, no. I, I, think... I mean, let me let me just jump no. in because I think he is understanding it to an extent. But I think he's. I think what he's trying to say though is that for him it just didn't didn't register. And I mean, for everybody, it doesn't realistically. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a it's a point and it's an issue that's became more prominent in the '90s and that for people because you know people in the '60s and '70s didn't really look at the TV in the same way as we do now and the 
there, and, and as much as I know what you're saying, there there has been some shows like Different Strokes and things like that that have been able to really break through and transcend. Yeah. And Different Strokes, that's another one. Thank you, love. In America, like, there has been some shows that we didn't get over here, but I think sometimes you've got to look at it and think about, you know, you've got to look at, first of all, the amount of actors and actresses who are really who are capable of being that prominent thing at that time and, and whether people would give them that opportunity, which realistically they weren't. So that's one of the main reasons why you didn't get a lot of those shows. And then when you did get them, you've got to think about how big that demographic is and then how many, how much of that demographic is going to be regularly watching that TV show. And is yeah, that yeah. Going to keep it on the air in comparison to a broke biker grove or things like that, you know, unfortunately, because of the misunderstandings or even for a lot of people not even having any awareness of the culture, they just didn't get or understand the jokes and the the premise of those shows. So I think where now our culture is more ingrained and more sort of widely adopted by a, a bigger demographic of people, that's why you can definitely start seeing more of those shows and you get more exposure to it. But but personally, I think the fact that Curly didn't see too much colour or, you know, maybe doesn't perceive that he saw colour, because I'm sure that he did on, on certain levels, but it, the fact that it's not some things that he's really thought about or thinks about is, is probably quite a good thing, really. I think if a lot more people felt like that and approached things like that, there'd be a lot less sort of hurt and concern over things that probably don't exist or aren't, you know, necessarily nefarious, like people trying to hold things back like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't agree with that 100. No, 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 no. He's right in a sense, Seth, because at the end of the day, what he's saying is, if we were all born in a room tomorrow and grew up and we somehow some robot hand was just feeding us or whatever, yeah, and we grew up together and I was yellow and you was flipping brown and he was green do you know what i mean it wouldn't matter to us blood none of us are gonna say oh he's a green one he's a green stay away from him he's green you know what i mean and that's the thing and it so i understand that full up fully like i fully understand that it's just that we're not in that world and we're in a world where there are cultures and we are we do yeah. like people do stick to their own and like and i'm yeah. not trying to say oh, i want to stick to my own or whatever do you know what i mean i do pretty much believe in that but i'm not saying oh, i don't there's not white people out there i like do you know what i mean i'm not saying there's not asian people out there I, you know what i mean like that part of family and that because i love all people but like there's certain people that don't like the one thing i will say I'm probably this is what Seth's gonna say when he says he doesn't agree with all of that is like when you watch something like Desmond's, which is back in the day, there's like white there's white people in that show, and you know what I mean? And they're the way they're talking, and obviously you've seen Desmond's, but yeah. like I'm just saying, and it like they're they're relating to them to the white people side of it that we'll talk to. But I get what you're gonna say as well. Not all the white people still understood that. I get that as well, because they're in a That's totally you got them totally different. They're probably not even interacting with black people or or minorities in their world. You know what I mean? There's people that don't even interact with minority people. You know them countryside people, like you know what I mean? Because there ain't no black people living in the countryside, fam. Like you know what I mean? Understand what's going on on TV show to an extent. Done half the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like the show. It's just that. They don't understand it. Do you know what I mean? What's this like, shop? like this don't make any sense. Like, yeah, why yeah. Are you the, yeah, I get it. I get that stuff. Like people watching Brookside back in the day. For some people, like if you can you imagine somebody from like another country coming over and watching something like that when like with the accent and that. That's yeah. why like that never lasted in the way that it should have done because that was fully sick. Man, but, do you know sure what I mean? That had some long. Yeah, of course it did. But but there's lots of shows that have had longevity 
You know what I mean? It's there's like, loads, like there's loads of shows in America that have had longevity for years, fam. But over here, it's just like, nah. Like, um, what's that show called, man? It's not Golden Girls. Mm. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, no, even Bev- do, like there's Beverly Hills 90210 was massive in America. But mm, here, it's not. Prominent people like Lenny Henry and things like that, though, for example, who have, like, you know, he was, like, the face of comic relief and, and is the face of comic relief since, like, the 80s, done. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, which I know it's not, like, a, a TV show in that sense, but it is still a major prominent thing. And my oh, man yeah, obviously a lot of TV shows in the 80s and things like that. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, yeah he had to break barriers for that though. Well, that's another he subject. He broke plenty of barriers. There's only like three people I remember, or four people I remember on TV, um, black people like that. Do you know what I mean? Like that were prominently on TV. That's him, Trevor McDonald, Flipper, yeah. Ains- Ainsley Harriet, yeah. um, and that woman. I can't remember her name. The news person. Yeah, I know who you are. With the frizzy hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, you know the other yeah, one. Yeah. You forget. But it was a legend, Mr. Andy Peters. Andy Peters. <laughs> oh, Andrew Peters as well, but Mr. Motivator, I don't know, I was thinking as well. Oh, shit, Mr. Motivator, yeah, yeah, he's still about as well, still. Isn't but you know what, you know you know what the fucked up thing is about Mr. Motivator, then? It's like, he broke what? certain barriers. He broke mm. certain barriers, but he was just like, right, yes, Julian. Um, he broke certain barriers, then, but it's like, he couldn't get any further, you get me? Mm. Like, how, how much further could but, man get in that, like, yeah, but like, how much further can you go in the 90s? I don't know, I know, I know, fam. I know, fam, I know, I know. Like, they didn't give him his own, did he have his own show in that? I can't remember still. He had TV, I think he had like a VHS done. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's probably as far as he got. I would say for him, though, he should have been able to switch it up and then, you know what I mean? Because there's only so much you can do with that motivation thing. Yeah, exactly, Dan. He needs to talk into, like, get into some, like, speech motivation or something, yeah. Dan, you get me? Should have went to um, sport time or something, you get me? Yeah, something some like one-dimensional motivation, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> one-dimensional, man. Yeah. Hey, yo, who you for them? Yo, 100. Loud, fam. It's a jewelry, you know. Oh, I'm like, what is this? It's Julian. Mm. Always turn on. Finally, finally, two, two footing out of the podcast. I tell you, you got dredge, you know, because you're late. <laughs> nah, fam, it's because you started smoking again. Nah, 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 nah. It's not in the case. I've been on some mad errands today for work, run. Yeah, you know, more, fam. Um, but yeah, what else you got for me, Seth, today? Question about let me ask Jules quickly though, because I did say this is gonna be quick and it's gonna like how many minutes? Jules, you know, is that there's not many Asian football players? Nah, there's not still. I played against one when I used to play semi-pro football, and his name is Yan Danda. He was 16 years old and he was sick and he played for Liverpool at the time. Yeah, yeah. Next different baller, and I'm surprised that he, he didn't even get a chance to play fight in the team. Because yeah. Liverpool team, um, the youth players, they had some sick ballers in the next row. But now he's at um, Swansea. But, okay. Mm-hmm. What is that? He's doing what his was his name? Yeah. Yan, was his Dan- name? Yan Danda. He's from Enns as well. I think that's the actual guy who made me bring up this point, you know, one sec. Because mm-hmm. he, is he the one that was talking about diversity and that? Uh, you've, had a few play- you've had a few players. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't touch on that myself, actually, though, Seth. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I think, though, as well, one of the main reasons for that, though, is like 
there's a, just never been like a real cultural affinity for football until like the last 20, 30, 40 years. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously other sports mm. are more prominent. So people like who'd be cricket. talented doing like football would probably pursue cricket and other areas like that as opposed to going for for football. And I know that's kind of stereotypical to say that, but you'll just, if you look at the statistics, you'll just see that that's generally the case. Do you know what I mean? Because those sports are bigger in those communities. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like having a, in America, you might have some man who would be sick at soccer in it, but they're going to probably try and play basketball or baseball or one of the biggest sports there in it, really. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the one of the reasons. Like, but you definitely have seen some footballers come through, like from like you know from Southeast Asia and like Indian footballers and stuff like that. But not many yeah. have made it to like the top top level, really. Yeah, because I just find it shocking because I've come, I've played against a few. Some are shocking as hell. Some are very good, extremely good. Some have got some techers. I just find it mad how this, in the four leagues that there's no players like that. You know what I mean? I just, there is, there's a couple of players. There's a couple. There's um, the man who used to play for Baggies in it. He's he's Indian. Uh, he, he's I'm sure his parents were Indian. I can't think of his name. Asian players to notice that you can say that you can count ten on your hand. You could you could notice more black and more white people, but not as many Asian people. And I think I I I I tell you what it is. Yeah, it's like obviously it's the people. Football is a lot very much a thing where it's like people who who are in the know in it. Like if you if you got you could know the next flipping probably not Lionel Messi, but you know the next I don't know the next top baller in it potential Mo Salah, you get me? And, like, if he is showing signs that he's going to be sick or the potential in Eden Hazard and he's Asian, like, I just don't know what it is. It could be, it's a culture, it could be a cultural thing where the family's just like, nah, we don't want you on that, you get me? Or it could be a thing where it's like, they just don't know anybody in the sport. Like, I'm talking coaches, trainers, um, people to bring them up. It's, a, it's a probably a mix of a lot of things. It's just like going back yeah. to like black management. Like, why does not many black managers, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same, it's the same thing. So you've got your black predominant in the in the football team, but then when you scale up the ladder, it just thins out and thins out. That's what I've kind of seen. Mm. Like that, fam. And Jules, I sent the picture in the um, group, so just have a look, see if that's the same geezer you're on about. But yeah, um, it is still. I think it is the same geezer that you're on about still. But there's been a yeah. few man like there's like a couple man who played like especially like uh, yeah. championship <laughs> league one, league two. There is a few man's like at that level of that. But I think as well you okay. got to also look at like the desire and the will to want to push and get to that top level as well within yeah. like again yeah. in that culture and community. There's maybe not the same ambitions and emphasis to try and become some top footballer because it's a short career really when you think about it and unless you do become a top Premier League footballer you know to become a top cricketer you're earning a hell of a lot more money do you know what I mean even being a a, a, a high level cricketer you're probably going to earn more money and stuff so it just depends okay. in it on which sport you and which routes you think are probably going to make you more money in that sense you know and for a lot of those communities and not having the links to be able to maybe get some of the doors open for you that you would have in other sports 
it, it means that there's um, you know been less prominence. It's funny actually, just randomly going on a slight tangent from that. But I was talking to my other fr- other friend today, and he was saying about how in the like sort of Pakistani community and that like, and in the Muslim community, there wasn't really any boxing promoters. There was only like Amir Khan really who was doing anything. But you've got a lot of young, really talented boxers who are in that community, and you know there's now only it's only really now that people in that community are going well. Why don't we, you know, we don't just need to have Amir Khan. There's other mans who could be doing this now and other mans who have got the routes to market. They've got the money. They've got the fighters. They've got the venues. We could do this ourselves sort of thing, innit? You know what I mean? And make some serious money and start building something for ourselves. And like, you know, and, and, and it's only now in that community that there's more of like a push to get that more ownership. So, you know, it might also be in those sorts of communities. You'll start seeing more footballers coming through that are talented who want to become a top footballer, you know what I mean? Because they're, mm-hmm. you know, living like, for example, in Birmingham and they're like, okay, well, I want to be the next Lionel Messi. You know, I'm not interested in cricket. I'm not interested in all these other things. This is what I want to do. And that's when I think now, probably in the next five to 10 years, you'll start maybe seeing more of these players breaking into like higher levels of football in it. So, well, to talk on that, yeah, when I was, was playing semi-pro and amateur level football, yeah, I played against and played with a lot of good Asian footballers and they potentially could have gone somewhere. You get yeah. me? And now I know one brother, he play, um, one Asian brother, um, he's sick, but he plays left wing. And I'm surprised. I don't know how he hasn't reached nowhere like top level in terms because of it's, even a low level. It's because of who you know. It's because of how who sees yeah, who scouts yeah, do they like the look of yeah. Like that's what that is what they're looking at. It's like it's not it's and it's not it's not right in in a sense it's not right, but at the same time, these are all the things that look at like and it's just so so mad in it. So and a big, yeah, a, a big thing they look for though as well is is you know, will you be committed long term? I mean, yeah, you are naturally gifted, yeah, you are sick, but you know, are you gonna wanna put that graft in to try and fight to be in the first team or are you gonna just be happy collecting your five K a week and just mm-hmm. be squad do you know what I mean like there's sometimes know. that as well yeah um it sometimes comes as a um I played some pro I'll be honest there was beer favoritism I yeah. played for five years four years five years I started when 21 yeah four years I finished when 25 bear favoritism when huh. I when I say there's favoritism like some managers for example say I've gone trial to a team and I've done bits at the trial I've signed for the team and um, say for the teammate performing, sometimes it happens the teammate performing, he brings in players that he knows. Yeah, yeah. You get me? And then mm. you've been there from like pre-season and he's bringing players that he knows and then bear favourites the man under the bench. And, and obviously, Julian, if that's happening at your level, think about how that's happening from the higher levels. Do you understand? Mm. And that's... And that's just what's happening, like, and it's, it's, it's a bad culture. It's not a nice culture, trust me. And you have to carry yourself a certain way. You have to speak a certain way. You have to be all chummy with everyone. You have to be a part of the team, regardless. You have to be. You can't be getting pissed off if man's getting taken off. You have, you know what I mean. You have to have a certain type of uh, mental, mental, like, and you, you need to be the person they want you to be. Most of the time, do you know what I mean? Until you get into that space, do you know what I mean? Until you get to where like someone like Greenwood is now, where he's in a transitional space where it's like, oh, do I, um, you know what I mean? I've got all this money now and run a mad thing, or 
do I settle down and you know what I mean and take my time and you know what I mean? It's all mad. It's all mad, fam. Football's a mad game, but yeah, that's not football still. Can't probably board the shit. Front on that with yeah. the youngsters, yeah. they're giving it. No, 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 land football now. Fuck that. Cut off. Just shut him down. You know that's not polite, Dan. You wouldn't make. You wouldn't not make it in the team age. <laughs> yeah, I don't care today. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I would just. Um, ending that though I would love to get Asian person's view on that because I know if I was an Asian person watching football I would semi-feed away and I would realise that gap as well so if anyone's listening man I would love to um, well any Asian people I'd love to speak on that but um, yeah that was a long quick discussion um, Lux you had something you wanted to touch on um, can you hear me? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry to cut you. What I was gonna say, Jules. Why don't you ask that guy who you know, who's Asian, who's good at football, why he's not trying to go up in the levels? <laughs> yo, 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 yeah, you working yo, hard, Dan. Yo. Tell me about it. <laughs> so ask him and get back to us. Because yeah, true, so. Yeah, yeah. Played, he's played at a semi-pro level, like a decent semi-pro level. I played at the low level. I wasn't getting paid like that, but I was playing at a level of semi-pro. But he played at a good level of semi-pro. You can play at a semi-pro, get good money, and yeah, leave Why he's not? Why he's not wanting to, you know, get up there like the rest of them? Because at the end of the day, if you're not going to push yourself, no one else ain't going to push you to get. All right, Vinny. Let me just say something. Yeah. All right. There's plenty of footballers that are professional footballers that don't have a team. There's a lot of footballers out there that are not getting the contracts and they're just sitting down and they're shitting themselves. Like, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of semi-pro footballers that have probably got the potential to become professional or even stay at semi-pro, but they can't get a team. They can't get in. No one's oh. opening the door for them. So it's probably not even the fact that he don't want to do that. He'll probably love to do that, but somebody's probably just not got, somebody's not opening the doors for him. He might be showing all the talent in the world. He might not be, but I'm just saying he might be, you know what I mean? He might be the flipping next Mo Salah for real. Because some of my brethren, I've known, you get me, I've seen people in just a park fam, and I'm like, yo, my man would have been sick, you know. But it's just one of them ones, and it? It's like, it could be any, it could be in any industry. You could be a makeup artist and you no, want to go do makeup for flipping, I don't know, Keanu Reeves, you know what I mean, the next movie or whatever. But if you don't you don't forget them opportunities or no one don't want to open the door for you, you might want to yeah. go do some savage fancy modeling. If you don't get you know that, what? you don't know the people, you're not getting there, innit? But yeah. You know what it is as well? It's difficult, like, is a certain age after a certain age, it's hard to get into a, a good, decent level of football like professional because that's what they're, yeah. Because they're looking oh, from most football clubs, okay, most football clubs, every football club's looking at it from what three years old, four years old, five years old, yeah, 10 years old, 11 years old, from yeah. that, those ages, they ain't looking at it from like yeah. 22s, 23s. I'm 30 now, and my, yeah, um, yeah what that's, any really. If I was a 78-year-old looking for an IT job, they ain't going to necessarily take me, are they? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's with any job. But then they, so, they're looking at it from the one to develop the player. Yeah, yeah. The one to, the one to mould you. Yeah. The one to mould yeah. you into what they want you to be. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I said, like, I know someone that works as a coach within 
you know, football. And this is like a top, top team. And it, so it's like, I've had conversations with them and he's told me like what they, what they look for and what they look for is maturity. They look for kids that will, like little kids that are not going to take any shit, not going to start crying because they've got tackled or slide tackled. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They look for all of them kind of things. They look for things. The right character. Yeah, they look for demeanour. They look for, um, oh, how persistent is he on a ball? How, do you know what I mean? Is he, is, is he going to give up like Lux was saying? Do you know what I mean? They look for them things from early, like from early. I think though, guys, as well, though, and this is from the flip side of it, there's how many football clubs in the world at a top level that are going to be yeah. able to pay you any good money? And then there's how many footballers who want to be a part of that. There's how many other men who want to, like, become from semi-pro to pro. How many people, like, mm-hmm. who have got that ability, that natural knack to just sort of, you know, put a ball in the top corner every single mm-hmm. time. And I would like to say, sorry, I would like to say, just to go back into what we was talking about earlier, with with the climate of things now, with COVID and everything, just certain players ain't even getting paid in them leagues. Do you know what I mean? Certain teams ain't even exist no more. So there's even less teams and yeah, less yeah. chances and that. So There's a lot more, though, to just being able to... Be a top, like being a club like that in it, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, if you can do it seven days out of 10, well, for them, if you do it seven days out of 10, that could be a loss of revenue of like 30, 40%. You know what I mean? So when you sat there at the top running something that's actually really now more of a business, it only makes sense for them to go, well, we want to try and get somebody young, we'll invest in them, then we can either use them ourselves or sell them. And it's a very cold way of looking at it, but. That's the truth. That's just the way of the world, really. That's business, fam. And at the end of the day, fam, like you gotta look at it like what who was it the other day? I think I mentioned this on a pod before. And it was about the footballers that was doing some madness in when they went out of England. Was it yeah. Greenwood and someone else? Yeah, yeah. Like even that like, ex- exactly, even that is like, okay, that's them two days out of the flipping ten then that you're fucking about. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, that's a risk. That they, yeah. they, we didn't want you. We haven't. We've changed you better than this. Why are you man doing this? That's why there is so much media on them and whatever. And I'm not saying the media is right, but I'm yeah. just saying that's why they're on it because it's like, oh, they put all their time and whatever into this player. They've nurtured them and molded them, and then they've gone and been dickheads like and done this. Do you know what I mean? Like you haven't it's seen not- Trent Allen and Arnold do that. Do you know what I mean? And again, it's, it's the people not- around you. But with them now, like for the youngsters, big man are doing it as well. Yeah, so, but what, you mean, are you doing COVID or just what? Doing what? what? You said big man are doing it as well, doing what exactly? Like, yeah. For example, like, um, say for you saying about Greenwood and Link and God, um, Foden, yeah, that they had the two gal supposedly yeah, yeah. had the two yeah, 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 yeah. But big man, like, doing still figuring up at, on the international duties. They're still doing stuff at the international union. Sure. You know what, though, Julian? I'm sure they are, fam, but the difference is they weren't getting caught, Dan. Do you get me? And yeah, that's, that's the difference what... between, a, between a professional and a non-professional is I'm, non-professionals I'm... getting caught, Dan. You know I'm... what I mean? That's I've the seen... lesson. Don't I'm get caught. Right. No, nah, I'm not saying that man are not getting caught. I've seen man are getting caught. Like who? Yeah. The Celtic so, brother. Just, it's not just the youngsters yeah, as well. Who, who, though? Which Celtic brother? There was a Celtic brother that um, jeopardised the whole game, innit? Because he did yeah, breach but... COVID. I can't remember who it was. 
I want, I want Black Brothers though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, went, yeah, 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 yeah. Went to Spain. I've never even heard of that dance though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he went to Spain and he didn't tell his club that he went to Spain and he come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about it. I heard about it. Oh, see. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, but that's like different in it because he had to quarantine them for 14 days, innit? So. No, but he didn't. And then he went amongst the squad, so the whole squad had to quarantine, so therefore you fucked up the whole thing. And you yeah, fucked yeah, it up for the whole thing. Yeah, that's, that's that's a madness, done. What the fuck? I'm getting... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people do that, yeah. But, but my point is, they these are one about the youngers and what they look for. That was my point, and it. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when you go back to like old bigger man and that, yeah, you can go to the NBA and basketball players and all the madness when it was in their bubble. Do you know what I mean? So you know what I mean? They're dealing with the nurses, the actual COVID nurses, and that dude is on a madness, but. Something like that, anyway. Yeah, the yeah. one of them did. Yeah, yeah, the one did still. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's a madness, bro. Like, it's just it's just like there's. I don't want to say it's corruption because it's not corruption. It's just the culture. It's the culture of how they've um, how foot how football's been become. You know what I mean? Like, there's parents out there, fam, that have youths, and ta- they're in their head before the child's born, you know, you're a footballer. You're going to be a footballer, you are. He's going to be a footballer. We're going to name him this and this, and that's going to be his name on the back of his shirt. He's going to be he's going to be a forward or he's going to be a defender. Oh, I don't care what play position he plays. He's just going to be a footballer. Like, it's a mad thing, fam. Like, there's parents investing their kids, fam, you get me? You have to invest in them if they want to play football. If they want to play football, naturally, that's fine. But there's parents out there that are pushing these kids to do things that the kids probably don't even want to flip and do, fam. You get me? This I, is I think we, you just need to find... I'll carry on. I was just going to say then, though, but then that's when I'm talking about that difference between, you know what I mean, that person having that conviction and wanting to get there, in it. And if you are being pushed by your parents, you know, you'll probably find that kid gets to 16, 17, 18 and then loses their love for football because it was never their love in the first place. It was their parents living vicariously through them. And so yeah. as a result of that, that person yeah, yeah. And then their parent resents them and that, you know what I mean? It's quite rare that those people make it through normally. You probably find the people who do make it through are more like, you know, people like my boss who's like with his son, he's very like supportive. And if his son didn't want to play football, that's the end of it, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He does, he'll so, drive him to games and that. He'll go the extra mile to help him out, do you know what I mean? But, fam, it's like, it's like them um, parents that are like, ah, oh, you're not going to keep boxing, you are. Yeah. Or you're going karate, do you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be a boxer, do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, some parents do it for disciplinary reasons or whatever, but I'm yeah. saying some parents do it because they did it or because I want you to be that, not because you want to be it. ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
like for instance, um, I've got a goddaughter and um, her dad took her to um, dance classes. First day she went, when she left, she told her dad that she didn't like it. So he said he's not taking her back again. But I says, just because she's gone to one class, how do you know that she don't like it? Just because she said today she don't like nah, it. Nah, know? nah, nah. I agree with him, no. I agree with the dad, though. Because, no, like, nah, 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 nah. Because you know, no, because you know when you don't like something. Like, put it this way. If 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 your daughter, or I haven't got any kids on it, but if my kid was in the room and they were just, I had a music video on, and they just started dancing or something, or I played a beat, and they were just make it, started doing some madness. I'm like, yo, you like dancing? Yeah, you like dancing? And then, okay, let's take you to a dance class then and see how you get on, you get me. And then if they like it, then safe. But if it's just like, oh, let's take you to blah, 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 daughter's like, didn't like it, didn't like it. Oh, nah, okay. Maybe, all right, then try one more time. But then... I'm I'm with the I'm with, I'm with the parents. I would say, but let's let's talk specific. Let's talk specific to the thing. Did the kid actually like dancing? Was the kid actually in front of the TV prior to going to dance classes dancing? She likes dancing, but at the end of the day, you can't know you like something until you actually properly try it. One class is not trying it. That's just a. That's just a. I don't even know what you call it, but that's not really trying. Give it a week. Give it a week because let me give an example. Bear in mind, my goddaughter's only five years old. Yeah. And let me give you an example. I took my nephew ice skating his first time. He did not grasp it within the first half an hour. And what he said to me is, I don't like it. I want to sit down. I said, no, let's try again. And I'll help you and see if you like it. By the end of the um, session, he didn't want to finish. So therefore, mm. just because first off, he said he didn't like it. He didn't give it a chance. When yeah, I get it. Then, then you can decide whether you like it or not. So yeah, I get what he said. Oh, I just want to ask that of interest then. So how many how many lessons do you need to go to then before you accept that they don't like it? I don't know, give it five lessons. Give five. it a spin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, like I, 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 I agree with us right. Give it a few. Three more times. Things a fair chance. I'm sorry, but you can't just pause, pause, pause. When does that then become you telling them to go? You get me. When do, when does that when does that change? That's you. To, that's you making them go. You get me. That they to something they don't want to go to. When yeah. is that then? What if what if they just then start thinking? Let me let me land. What if then just the kid starts thinking? Ah, oh, I better start liking this then because they just keep bringing me out. <laughs> like what? That's true. Where's the line between do you want to go and you have to go? Because kids uh, after the fifth lesson, kids are very. <laughs> nah, I, I think five is a bit much. I don't know, fam. Maybe five's a bit much, but at the end of the day, you gotta give a chance. Kids don't know what they want, bro. You will know. Okay, okay, maybe not the first lesson. After the second one, you will know. After the second one, you'll definitely know. Definitely. I agree with Adrian. Sometimes. Nah, fam. Sorry. Nah, but sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes it's down to confidence with the kids, though, because they can't do it. They get all upset. Once they get a sense of achievement, they might enjoy it. You know what I mean? You have to give it time. Um... I agree. I'm in the middle. I agree with both sides, but oh, you have to oh, give it a fair chance. You can say to your child, say, "Ah, oh, we're gonna take, take go to three sessions and see if you like it, and then after that, we won't go again or four sessions." Yeah, go back to the drawing. Go back to the board. I just ask why? Why dance? Though? Why? Why are they? Why are they like? Why are they so demand? Or why is it such a thing that they need to do dance? There's lots of other because things. Because she just said 
try, you're never going to know. If you don't try something, how are you going to know if you like it or not? Because what a lot of people tend to do as well, a lot of people like to judge when they see people doing something, but until they actually do it, that's when their view changes. So try it first before you have an opinion, and then therefore, if you've tried it, then you can have the opinion. But I just, yeah, I just think... Yeah, no, but if you tried it and you didn't like it, it's like saying, okay, so if I've got some, like, what, what food don't you like? Look at coconut water done. Coconut water tastes nasty when you first drink it, bruv. And it that yeah, adapt to it and it's yeah, fine. But it is nasty though. I I start to realize it's down to it's down to um opinion, yeah, isn't it? It's nasty to you, nice to me. Yeah, but that's just preference. That's a different that's a different thing nah, of that. Your Some people point, drink coconut water and go, well, this is the greatest thing ever. And, and the thing is, what I, and that's what I would say is, there's also a word that's called tolerance as well. Because I can drink coconut water, but I don't necessarily mean that it's nice or that it's good or it's the best thing I could, you know what I mean? That like it's better than normal water. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I can just drink but, it, I can tolerate it, but like, yeah, but to and, and, and what I would just say is kids, like I say, if you take a kid to a fifth lesson, sixth lesson, like, they might just be tolerant to that shit now. That's just like, oh, it's just like school, isn't it? Like, oh, you know, I've oh, got to go to school now. Like, it's, you get tolerant to school. We've all been school, so we know what that's like. Now, but the moment you say to the kid, oh, you don't have to go to school, they're going to say, okay. So you tell them, oh, you don't have to go dance no, dance no more. Okay. Five lessons. Five lessons is giving it a fair chance to me. Five lessons, like, how, and at the end of the day, as well how do you know that it wasn't the music that she was dancing to that she didn't like or the fact that she thought that when she went to dance, dance class everyone's just going to be dancing there's not going to be no rules or we're going to do it this way because that's well, I mean, I, I, okay, but by asking her realistically which i think is probably a bit wrong to ask a five-year-old these sorts of questions and try and like give them like for, for, for strangers i mean obviously as as a family member and for you to maybe ask that that's that's on like you know what i mean i think that would definitely be appropriate but you know, there's lots of things that could make you not like it, but then it could just be that you don't like it. Do you know what I mean? Like that that's the point that we're trying to make here. And you know, I definitely say personally, I'd definitely say doing something five times that you didn't enjoy the first four times would be a bit excessive from my perspective. So, I, I agree with Lux, because think about it. The child says, Oh no, I don't like dance lessons. Okay, you don't like it, but you're going again. You're you're intentionally gonna make them go through something that's all you have to go. You're not gonna be like that though. You're not gonna necessarily force a child to say, You're gonna go again. You're gonna say, Okay, you didn't like it last week. Let's try again this week. Let's see. It's the same thing, trust me. It's the same thing. Listen, you know, you know what, you know why I can relate to this so much because I've been that child so many times. That's why I can relate to the the youth. Because I've been in situations where parents or people have been like, do you want to go to that thing there? And I'm like, mm, all right, I'll go. And then I'm there now. And I feel like, nah, this is weird. Or I don't like where I am. Or do you know what I mean? And then my mum will be like, did you like it? Do you want to go again? And I'll be like, nah, nah. I'm making adamantly known that I don't want to go. You get me? Nah. And then my mum will be like, why? And I'll be like, and I tell her. And she's like, okay, then cool. You get me? You're not going again. You sure you don't want to try it again? You sure you don't want to try it again? You sure you don't want to go there? You get me? Nah. I think on this, we're going to have to agree to disagree because everyone's as different. Well. No, no, no. But, but Vinny, what I'm saying is like, as well, yeah, you agree to disagree, but every child's different as well. You get me? Yeah, so, yeah, like, 100%. So, so it's like, 
there's some there's gonna be youths that are just on everything like yeah I wanna go I wanna go do this I wanna go. but then there's kids that are just like ooh like I was a kid where I was like nah I got offered to go to flipping Old Trafford fam for free you get me to go yeah. watch a match with, did the right decision not to go with my next door neighbours fam that just moved in you get me Seth will know who they are but I ain't gonna say no names on the pod you get me and it was like yo do you wanna go I was a you and I was like nah and that's just because I didn't know them people. I didn't want to be around. And I'm not being horrible to them. They're nice people. But at the time, I just, as a youth, I was just like, oh, nah, just me. Not like none of my people that I know can come with me. My mum can't come. Like, I was just like, nah. But that's how I think. Whereas other kids will just be like, yo, I'm on this. Let me go, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Nah, yeah. dead. Dead to that's me, though. Say, like, I, got a good, I got a good way to like agree to disagree on this, though, still, Billy, which is that, like, ultimately, you know your your niece and you know your family better than we do. And, like, obviously, we can only give an opinion without, like, knowing or understanding the situation. So, for yeah. you, you will yeah. maybe know that maybe it was the wrong music, it was the wrong venue, it was the wrong teacher. Maybe it is worth trying again. Do you know what I mean? Maybe we, yeah. it could be the case that it could be worth trying four or five times because you know what she's like and you know how she is and that maybe it would take five times to go in that sense. But, you know, looking at it from just a generic third party, not knowing anything perspective, like that that's the opinion that I would have what I've already said and there's no point in me going over it all again because it's recorded and people can listen to it again if they want to by just rewinding so but um but yeah I think that's a good way to say it, which is ultimately we don't know your family so you can make the best decision and the best choices as to the way in which you know you should move forward and we can only speculate on that stuff yeah 100% that's why I said every situation is unique and it and yeah. you well, five times is a lot in my opinion five times is a lot there's like a nice little bridge I built there Kevin you just try and like yeah you just tore it down I'm sorry but I'm just accentuating that five times is a lot yeah, but you said that ten times now. How many more times do you want to say that? That's how I want to get my points across. Bro, it's recorded, man. It's gone. Yeah, I know. Like I said, that's just how I'm getting my point across that five times is a lot. Okay, Kelly. 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 The certain things I've seen in my life, bro, but it's like... Um, Family members even learning how to play instruments, for example, it's a good example. Like when you learn how to play an instrument, you've got to be consistent, and it. And if you know you got weekly lessons, you know you got to go to that. But that's a lesson, and it. You know something that somebody wants. It's a skill that somebody wants you to have, and they're paying for you to have that. So that's something that you'll go to, whether you like it or not. And I know like certain people. I don't know if they wanted to go to it at the time or not. I didn't. I think would have much better things to do as a kid. You get me, but at the same time, they've got that skill. I don't know if they're using the skill now, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that some parents are out there. Ah, oh, why don't you learn to play um, the saxophone or whatever? You got saxophone lessons. Just keep playing the saxophone every week, every Friday. You got to play saxophone. You got to learn, like your Lisa Simpson. You get me? You probably, you probably don't like it after the second time, but you got to go back because that's a skill. It's like an extracurricular, but you get me? And that's the difference between that and like something like a dance thing, you get me? Whether Or it's something that the kid actually wants to do as well. Maybe the kid wants to play saxophone, but like I said, it's it's all preference, isn't it? Like it's all 
I've got a way that Natalia will understand this better, though, still. No, I do understand it. No, 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 no. But let me give you this, silly. Like, when I was playing Bloodborne, fam, like, if I would have given up against the Cleric Beast after four times done, I wouldn't still be playing the game in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, perseverance sometimes makes you a better player in it. So, yeah. Okay, okay. That's why I understand that. I mean, it's already been touched upon, but sometimes kids don't have that discipline that they need, so sometimes it's probably just to instill that as well. That's going so against, you, know, you, you know, your yeah, family yeah. better, and you know, like how they're gonna like react or not react mm-hmm. to certain situations in it. You know what I mean? For some people, like 20 times wouldn't be enough. Do you know what I mean? Some people just need that conviction and being pushed in that way. and you know, it, it's all on you as to whether you think that's excessive or not in it. You know what I mean? If you see your child's got a real talent, they may thank you 10 years later if you did push them in that direction. They may hate you for it. it, it it's the role of the dice you take as a parent in the first place in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, my son yeah, sometimes, he sometimes hates me when I cuss him. So, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, yeah, of course. The life works in it. So It's like I always, I always question, like, how did, like, Lewis Hamilton get into race driving as a kid so young? And it was because of his dad. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't know what conversation that was. I don't know if it was a conversation where it was like, Dad, I want a go-kart. Because, you know, there used to be like go-karts in the Argos catalogue. I don't know if you like remembering that back a day. I don't know if that's how it could have started. And then his dad was like, oh, come on, take you to the corner. Real thing, you get me? Like, And it just started off like that. Or, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how it fully started. But like, I know. I know kids that, like, when I was growing up, friends that wanted to have cars and, you know what I mean, had their bikes out and whatever, you know what I mean? But it's like, we didn't have no idea how we would get into anything like um, a, a motorsport. Like, how would you even do that? Do you know what I mean? That's crazy. But well, I wanted to be a rally driver. I loved rally. I, I used to watch rally every, most of the time on TV. I loved it. I wanted to be a rally driver. But, I had no connection through that. So I had yeah. to go a different route. You just started moving. Yeah, I'm yeah. A motorsport engineer. Yeah, so, so that's, that's, that's the thing, bro. Like, and, and uh, the the go on, Seth, go on. I was just going to say, I've got a younger cousin as well who wanted to get into um, karting as well, just to put, get on that point. So, yeah, there are kids that actually genuinely want to do it as well. So, yeah, yeah. There's lots of people that want to do loads of things as well, though, but the difference in some cases is that some people will drive down and go and stake out the rally case yeah you know what i mean and like we'll make sure that that yeah. is that they will achieve that dream in it and then there's, yeah. there's people who are like well i'd love to do it do you know what i mean like and there's sometimes that's the difference yeah. some people are like born with it on their doorstep though and they can walk down the road and be a part of it like that's the thing cool. and and it and sorry to cut you i was just gonna say lux the, and and also the people that want to do that like the will say drive you down flipping 10 200 miles or whatever to mm. every weekend so you can do that or you know what i mean sometimes it's yeah because you want to do it as a kid and they'll they've got the time and money to support you but other times it's like ah oh, they have to work and they can't do it and they can't afford to take you down there and then you've got the other parent that's just like i'm taking you down there anyway because you're going to be a rally driver like, I don't yeah. care what you say. <laughs> I'm paying for you to go down there. And you know what I mean? You're going to be a rally driver. Next Colin McRae, you are. So... That though, sorry to cut you out. Even with that though, um, you see when a child doesn't like something, like people can see like actions speed louder than words. You get it? So just because the parents forcing the child to say, wow, you're going because I'm paying for it. People 
like the teachers and stuff will see that the child don't like it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't matter because if the teacher's getting the money, the child doesn't have any authority. Trust me, I've seen that. I've seen that as well. It doesn't matter. Like as I've seen family members unhappy and shit doing things. It's just like rah. You really, you know what I mean? Maybe they are happy, I don't know. And probably, probably, you know what I mean? I don't know. But mm. it gets to that point, like I said, yeah, tolerance and behind the face of tolerance, you can't see. Because even if you ask them, do you like it? They're going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know they don't like it. You know mm. they don't like it. But they just tolerate because they know if they even like say anything or kick off, then they ain't getting that flipping Christmas present they asked for. You know what I mean? There's them situations too. Like it's it, but like it goes back to what Luck said to get me because we're just like going around in circles. It's all about preference and it and it's all yeah. opinions and everybody's different. Like how much how much you know a person to how much another person knows us. Like you like you might be able to see your nephew or niece and whatever and say oh they haven't uh, and you you're, you might be thinking having a time of life because you see them all the time but then I might come in and be like that kid don't look too happy you get me because of that's how my I perceive I perceived it from from looking outside the box but you might just be in that bubble because you're in that circle all the time you might just be like oh yeah man they love it yeah they love I love being in the mirror they're always happy they're always running around they're doing what they have to do you get me getting all the dance moves right or whatever but if I stepped in and had a look and I was like I don't know you know they don't look too happy yeah do you know what I mean there's always different perceptions though but then I might be wrong you know what I mean and you might be right but I'm just saying in it like yeah I think I think every kid had that like one like friend who wasn't really their friend it was like your mum was friends with that mum and like oh. you kind of were like made to be friends with somebody Fully. you know what I'm saying like, like you were best friends as kids though in your mum's head when she looks back on it but you were mm-hmm. that kid's friend yeah. you were that kid was a dickhead man do you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah so. fully 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 mm. that's why that's why I didn't go to Old Trafford but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're a better person for it fam unless I'm in a waiting fam but yeah on that note, should we uh, wrap it up there? Yeah, man. Yeah, there's so it's many things I wanted to talk about. Well, I didn't want to talk about or touch on, but yeah, we can do that next time. It's not that important. Yeah. Oh. You might make me want to watch um, Fresh Prince now when Ashley gets the drum set done, so that's me, Netflix time. <laughs> Are you going to watch You gonna watch Fresh Prince now? I was gonna yeah, she's forced to play the um, violin and that. Yeah, dad. Is that like episode <laughs> one? That's like oh, the first episode? Like, like two, I think. Yeah, it's like two, two or three still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right near the start yeah. of it though, still. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's when like Will's obviously getting to know the family and that that first series. Yeah, I had it on uh, DVD back in the day, Dan. I've watched that first series like at least two, three hundred times, Dan. Like, yeah. like one That's of the put on when you go to sleep, sort of thing, Dan. You get me? Like, yeah, fam. Classics, classics. I watch, bro. But now Desmond's is taking over. Now Desmond's is out, bro. Yeah, I'm looking to go through sister sister again, man. I forgot, like, because I've that show was the one back in the day. Fam. I was watching that the other day, fam. Still yeah. sick, fam. Yeah, yeah. Sick, you know fam. the one I really want to watch properly as well is Moesha done because that used to oh, go fam. still when oh, I was in I loved Moesha still because I was more of a fucking I was more of a mature kid. Anyway, yeah, yeah, when yeah, I used yeah. to watch it, I was like, yeah, this is my shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so. It was only when I got older that, like, I kind of got my Weisha. Like, when I was younger, though, when it, like, when I first saw it, like, and I never really, like, 
it wasn't made for me though, in it like when you're like young, young like that in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like because mm-hmm. like, when did Moesha come? Like mid nineties or something like that. Sounds about right. It's about probably, like, sure. probably later, later nineties. Yeah, it's like ninety seven, ninety eight, maybe. So like what? Man's was like what? Fucking hell, like ten and that. You get me? It's yeah, like. Yeah. There's Bear, but there's Moesha, Monique, Martin, Blood. I don't think Martin was here still, possibly. I know about it, but I don't know. Now, Martin was a joke, man. Yeah, but Moesha yeah. was, was on trouble, though, is what I'm saying, like, which was like obviously like a teenage kids' channel in it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Martin yeah. was like, an adult in it. Do you man know about Cousin Skeeter? Course, yeah, man. yes, that, that yeah. fit on. Yeah, mad. Well, yeah. I, I didn't even think that was that sick, but I was yeah. gonna say, if Cousin Skeeter's kind of dead, though, fam. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I liked it, bro. So, it was okay, man. I had a tolerance to it, that's the theme of the show, right? I think I was a bit too old for Cousin Skeeter still when Cousin Skeeter came later on, done like when I was starting to like stop watching. How old, you, how old are you, fam? 32, innit? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, so, mm-hmm. but like, I remember, like, I was starting to stop watching, like, uh, Nickelodeon and that as much when, like, Cousin Skeeter was like, yeah, yeah, because it wasn't showing the content was changing. You could see yeah. the, the change in the content. So, man was just, an, I just wasn't feeling it as much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I wasn't. That was, wasn't it like Miranda or something like that? No, not Miranda. What was that girl's name now on there as well? There was some Clarissa, in it? Nah, not Clarissa. She's yeah, old. Clarissa was, yeah, Clarissa was all right. Still, I used to watch Clarissa. Still. Oh, you talk about Miranda, or was it um Amanda Bynes? Amanda Bynes done that chick done. Yeah, like you yeah. had people like yeah. that coming yeah. onto there as well. Is it Amanda Bynes? Yeah, it was. She was she that little white girl done with the pigtails or some shit done? She had some like, like kind of live audience as well. Like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, that was dead fun. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. But it, that was like that was like cousin Skeeter and them sort of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then liking it, yeah, and it was like it weren't for me then. Still, that's I was, when I was just on trouble. Only trouble was I. Yeah, yeah, that's when yeah. you went to trouble, man, and that's when you were just living that trouble life. Oh, Dragon Ball Z, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Which yeah, is yeah, mad yeah, still because obviously didn't like cousin Skeeter, but Dragon Ball Z was a shit, man. <laughs> yeah. You get yeah, me, man. but yeah, didn't man. like cousin Skeeter, but I still, fam, I would always still watch Cartoon Network. You get me? Yeah, but not today. Yeah. Cartoon, Network had that, <laughs> Cartoon Network had those adult cartoons, though, as well, like, or like at least more adultish cartoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. True that, true that, true that, true that. You know, whereas Nickelodeon at that point was just purely for the kids like that, innit? And then you had like yeah. the, the younger cartoons as well, like there was the other Cartoon Network channel in it for the kids in it. Like, yeah, the kid, the kid thing. I can't remember what it was called, but yeah. That was just basically Tom and Jerry blood, basically. Tom and Jerry kids, I'm repeating it. Yeah, fam, and then you had Boomerang and that with the old things and that. Yeah, but yeah, man, madness. To tell you, nobody wants Curly. to stop. But Curly. 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 Yeah, Curly. yeah. So yeah, that's been what episode has it been? Twenty three, is it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, this has been episode twenty three of DGT. I hope you have enjoyed. Um, oh, again and uh yeah just to close it up five times is still a lot (laughs) (laughs) so five times is still a lot 
Hey, Matthew brought Vinny. You know what, Kelly? Just shut up. I shout that, Vinny. Gordon Bennett. This has been DGT, Kelly, the ad lib. We've had Seth, Larksley, Agenda, Vinny, and the late comma Julie. Hey. Happy Trans Week, everybody. It's Trans Week, man. Why do you call me that after my name? You missed it earlier. Yeah, that's why you get to be late. Exactly. Listen to the playback, bro. Yeah, I'm tell them no. <laughs> yeah, safe, safe. Anything, man. Anything, man. Yes. Look after yourselves. Take care, people. Yes, and I can. Peace.